This is Mr. Impact Wrestling and Joe Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do the shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilling, you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Ball two, arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts. I hate your wristbands. I hate your shoes. I hate your music. I hate the C-Nation. I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Should I think this is the only what episode I've been with you both have been here? Mafia. JP here. Uh, literally just showed up a minute ago. Wasn't going to make it tonight, but I'm here. <laughs> got Josh with us. I right got on Mike time. With us from Mike Farrell. Check him out. Chaos Theory Podcast at Chaos. Is it at Chaos Theory underscore pod? I always screw that up. Chaos it's Chaos underscore, underscore theory, pod. theory pod. Okay. One of the best podcasts going. So you, just got, you just went and got stuck. Yes, yes, I just got, I got, uh, I actually got a sticker, but it's in the other room that says I got vaccinated. <laughs> Dude, I can't, if you become a mutant before I do, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, funny. Oh, no shit. So, um, Timber just got her second shot, um, this week and she didn't, um, she didn't f- feel so well. No, everybody's uh, saying after the second, I've had one friend who had, uh, Issues after the first shot. Um, that's kind of why I did it tonight with the long weekend coming up. Um, I had, um, but most people are saying after the second shot, you feel better, or uh, no? The second shot or... has the worst effects. But uh-huh. I'd rather have those side effects than have COVID. You know what I mean? What's up, Rob? Bobby D. I just told Bobby D. I wasn't going to be here. We we were just messaging <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> Surprise! I literally, I. I literally have um, all, everything done from like our Christmas, like our mad rush for Christmas and all that stuff. With since everything's kind of over now with the the fun stuff. Oh yeah, T- yeah. Just remember, every yawn is an opportunity for a missed blowjob. So JP, here you go. You're not sticking <laughs> anything in my mouth again, Josh. <laughs> oh my Keyword god. Keyword of that phrase is again. It was so hard. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. Uh, I even had, I even, I even adjusted for those that aren't watching. Even adjusted the graphic uh, with the promo tonight for Podgo. My hero, My yeah, hero I, just came in the chat room. Tommy Flynn, what's up, Tommy? Uh, I got Tommy Flynn's uh, box ready to go with um, his fig. Awesome. Uh, I threw in. A, get... I threw in an autograph and some other stuff, and then I got Bobby D's the Christmas one all ready to go. Um some other stuff but i'm i'm excited to give away the ricochet fig tonight i even did dude i even did the wheel like uh, the wheel is even complete 
I don't know. <laughs> Look at how Mike looks right now. This is the best Mike Farrell's ever looked in his oh, life. You are not <laughs> even lying a, a little bit. Uh, for everybody not watching, uh, Ricochet. If I could put Ricochet's face on my my face all the time, I would be a happy fucking man. The, the, yeah, for those who are listening and not watching live, one, watch us live. Yes, we're, we're pretty funny. But two, uh, the, we have a there's a Ricochet picture that just ironically wound up superimposed over Mike Farrell. Um, that's fine. It's so easy. I have to show what, you guys that, this because I I got that's it at just Mission Pro. Relegate for Rucker. That's oh. Masha Slamovich's autograph, man. Get, she yeah. signs a lot like Anthony or uh, August. August Gray. <laughs> I will tell you guys now. Look, everybody listening and watching. If you don't know who Masha Slamovich is, <laughs> stop. You will after this episode. After you finish watching this episode, go on YouTube and look up Masha Slamovich. This woman is ass kicking. She can work. She's good people. She can talk on the stick, and she, yo. And she's new. She's not like been around forever. Like she's got a long time. So, like a lot of these people that are, that we talk about like this, like they have a lot of history behind them. There's yeah. not a lot. There's more in front of her than there is behind her. Oh yeah, she's yeah, she's super new. The other one I wanted to tell you guys about to kind of pay attention to. There's this girl named Genocide. She is. Oh yes fucking so to me she looks like a a fresh version of what beth phoenix was in the early 2000s she's a wow. fucking killer okay. bro. wow cool is she also down there in because the mission pro we might as well just talk about it. we'll talk about mission pro wrestling and we can throw some sprinkle some aw in there and like the women's division and all, all that, because there's a, there's for me there's a massive difference between uh, sports entertainment and um, women's wrestling that yep. you get on AEW. That's that's a huge thing. I mean, it's it's different for me. It's uh, I don't know, man. It's it's everybody has their own flavors, but there's been a lot of missed spots. Um, but this Mission Pro uh, Thunder Rosa. Like, dude, how much fun was it when you were there? Like, Masha Slamovich, uh, cool stuff or what? Oh, dude, it was insane. One, I haven't been to a live wrestling show in 14 years. So to go to a live wrestling show around, just around other like-minded, I mean, the best thing to call us is dweebs. We're all a bunch of grown-ass people watching pro wrestling. We're a bunch of wrestling nerds. It was fucking amazing, right? Um, And then to meet, Masha to meet genocide to meet Allison K and Thunder Rosa and uh, their champion La, La Rosa Negra like oh. all these women were fucking amazing That's... people and the great thing about this is there was no sports entertainment here like this was wrestling this was like when you talk about like jazz and ivory and you know those women that used to punch each other in the fucking mouth that well, hold the on co- hold on hold on hold on I, I gotta stop you there because ivory was probably in one of the most sports entertainment companies in the world when she started uh Just shimmer whatever it was what not wasn't ivory and glow at one point yes she I, was yeah maybe but what she i'm saying is like if, if if you take ivory as Ivory, I get you. Ivory, I know. even I know. in right to censor, was a badass. 
yeah. that's what Mission Pro was. Mission Pro was like there was character there. There was a lot of character there. Uh, there was some girls who needed to work on the actual in-ring stuff, but they went on first. They got that exposure okay. first, right? By the time you got to a genocide versus Holly Dead or a uh, Rosa Holly Negra, Holly Dead is dope. Uh, yeah, Rose Rosa Negra versus um, Maddie Maddie Rinkowski and uh, Thunder Rosa versus Allison K in the cage. You were like, okay, this is what polished women's wrestling looks like. That's... There's character development. There's audience participation. There's Everything looks crisp. Like it was some of the best wrestling. Fuck women's wrestling. It was some of the best wrestling I've ever seen. Now, how, how do you like? We know Masha. She's been doing this for a while. But as far as watching her live and and meeting her live, what kind of like everybody gives off an energy, right? In this, and it's kind of what we do, like. When she was in the ring and her presence, like, can you talk a little bit about that since you were there? Was it? I mean, I, I know we're, we're marks and all, but yeah, I think her her in ring presence, like, she's figuring that out. Huh. You, can, there are certain things where she's playing this. Uh, at least at at Mission Pro, she was playing this like Russian invader, and that's her whole thing, right? But she's trying to figure out what does that really mean? Does that just mean I'm an asshole and I hate all Americans? Or does that mean I'm coming to take over your fucking way of life? So she's kind of figuring that out. But what was dope meeting her, I told her the first thing I said to her, I said, hey, I said, I know somebody who interviewed you you recently. And she was like, who? I said, the Irish whip. And she was like, I fucking love both of those guys <laughs> they were she was like that is one of my favorite interviews i've ever oh, done and it was that's like cool. five in the morning that that was all you dude that was so much fun because it was it, it, i think it was six in the morning for me but it was like 10 at night for her and yeah. and it was only supposed to be a half hour and i think we spent an hour and a half like we yeah, was... the 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 pre and post interview fun, was the fun stuff that's where we got to talk about the the mental health stuff the the nitty and the gritty and the dirt and and what makes her who she is and like we JP and I we don't I mean we're talking about that whole cornerstone thing when like she really reminds me of an MJF when he was in CZW and doing all the yeah. other stuff when he went through Limitless and then with him and now August Gray um, Ace Romero um, now you got kind of the next generation in um jp's boy up there um from the bell time club yeah um the the prize city og alec prize yeah so i think it's just you put a you know and we don't between mjf and then august gray and then masha slamovich i really think it is she's not going to stay in the u.s very long i don't think unless she can get done what she wants to get done and I think that's why she's here. I think, think she, she goes to Japan. Is, yeah. She yeah. misses Japan. Like that's yeah. where her heart is. She's I, like Zack Sabre Jr. I think she, except less rapey. Um, <laughs> fuck Zack Sabre Jr. I love it. Um, <laughs> I think she comes here and takes over the U.S. independent scene. She is that good already. Like in ring work wise, she's 
fucking on point. There were a couple of like missteps or whatever, and I think that was just timing between her and her opponent didn't really have that much chemistry. But Masha, if you like, I wish I would have recorded the the match and kind of given been able to give a, a play by play breakdown of the match. But there were things that she did, like moving back to catch her opponent, um, the way she would smack on her opponent's chest to make sure her hand was cupped so everybody in the audience heard it. Now, granted, there's only like 100 people at this show. It's not a giant venue. But if you're as young into into wrestling as she seems to be and to know to make that smack, you have to have that kind of cup in your hand to get that sound. And she's doing small little shit that they teach you. It, It... I love when people can do the basics perfectly and then build off of that. And that's what she does. JP, have you watched any of her matches, any of her work like over in Japan, or do you follow much of that at all? I've seen some, I looked at some of her stuff when we were getting ready to have her on, um, but not a whole lot. And like, I'm so out of the Indies now because I'm so used to being there. It's I know. And it's, I think this is in that kind of, I don't want to leave it behind, but I, I really appreciate uh, like when you sent me those pictures when you were when you met Masha because yeah um, when, when I did the interview with her and it was kind of like a, the Nikita interview it was it was a legit conversation which most interviews really are and that's where our JP and I's groove is is just interviews and yeah um dude I appreciate you sending those pictures because she's going to be one of those um, pro wrestlers sports entertainers that. Like I'll, I'll follow. I'm gonna buy her shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna donate right. stuff. And she brings yeah. new things to the ideas. Like the gear that she has, that's a, a podcast paid for. That is that right? Yeah. There's a there's a um I don't maybe no I was Gorilla Pro something or other. I can't remember exactly which podcast or what it was. But yeah, I mean they sponsor that's, gear and and it's huh. it's that's smart. something that's something RJ would do. Hey, dude! If it if it got me exposure into yeah. getting into the business, oh, oh, it's something Chaos Theory would do too. Uh, well, RJ RJ was um, sponsoring a lot of Limitless matches, and it got him showing up in Sports Illustrated. So, yeah, yeah, I tried I tried you know. to sponsor Mission Pro, but it's so expensive. And right now, having just you know gone through the situation right. I went through, yeah, it's yeah no, impossible. Really. Now. I can't wait to next year, Mania in Texas, to go to a, an independent wrestling show with you two. Oh, because my I know God. you two don't get to a lot of shows. Well, now, so this is the great and, thing. The great thing is, is now not only do I have Mission Pro, which is about an hour away from me in a little ass town called Buda, B U D A, Buda, Texas, but Buda. San, yeah, San Antonio has Buda. its own. JP, independent- can you say that? Can you say butter? Butter? <laughs> Tommy, I believe it's on there, Tommy. It's on there, Tommy. I made sure. San Antonio has its own uh, indie indie circuit called River City Wrestling, so I'm going to start getting into that, too. What I really dig about Mission Pro is the fact that it's all women. Like, yeah. one of their, their co-owner is a man. But all of their refs are women. Their announcers are women. Thunder Rose, like all their main talent is women. Their champions are women. Like it's fucking and dope. How- and I, I told this to Genocide. I said, so- and Allison K. I think women's wrestling, 
up and down WWE to independence is better than men's wrestling right now. And that's how it should be. Like we had a, um, we had a, a women's wrestling promotion up here a couple of years ago and it's defunct now, but they had one guy. They had, well, the refs were male. Um, because we didn't really have any women ref in the area at the time, but, um, as far as like people on the show, they had one guy and he was a manager and that was just to one, make the girls look a little better. And two, it was like the equivalent of having a women's match on a men's show. It was kind of just something different. He was like an attraction on there. Really? Yeah. Man, you, I guess you, dude, I, 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 I'm, I'm happy that, uh, we get chances to do this. JPD, we were watching, uh, before you came on here, we were watching um, a nice little piece of history. The the five-on-five five ROH versus CZW. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we were, we were um, watching the Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson at that time, turn on Samoa Joe after he came out and was out there with uh, Claudio Castagnoli. Remember when Daniel Bryan? Remember when Brian Danielson was the best in the world? Oh yeah. I wonder where CM Punk came up with that idea. You know what's uh, cool about that match, and I could probably find it, is uh, uh, when Eddie came out. Um, Eddie Kingston came out, and Chris Hero inter- introduced him as the fifth piece of whatever for CZW. Do you know what belt he had? Was carrying? Do you know what belt he was carrying when he came out? No. Chikara. Chikara. Yeah. Yeah. First and longest reign, and I think. Yep, longest reigning Chikara Grand Champion ever. 900 and some odd days. God damn. I think he was the first. Yeah, he just... Yeah. Uh, CZW always got... Like, I I know, Josh, your thing is death matches. I, I'm not a death match guy. I fucking hate all that bloody, gory <laughs> bullshit. Like, I, they're cool when, they, when they're done right. They can be fucking amazing. Some CZW death matches, I'm like, Okay, this is fucking amazing. Like, I know who Necro Butcher is because I've seen shit on YouTube because some of his shit is really dope. I was so much more of an ROH and New Japan guy because I like the the technical aspect over the just ultra blood and violence and gore. Oh, don't don't get me wrong. I, I loved it both because CZW also had uh, the best of the best, um, which was a tournament that they would put on when they would bring in um, those guys – um, Tessa Blanchard was in it. Lufisto was actually the first woman to actually compete uh, in the best of the best, not Tessa Blanchard, even though they tried to rewrite that history. That's incorrect. It was Lufisto that was the first one to ever compete in a best of the best as far as a female athlete, not Tessa Blanchard. So, One those- of the coolest things I ever saw in wrestling was a ne- was Necro Butcher versus Samoa Joe. The two of them literally just got two folding chairs and just started sl- sat down instead of slapping each other in the face, like just trading shots, just but sitting down, just facing other. each other, wham, wham, wham. Just smacking, wanna, each, uh, smacking each other left and right, right? You want a cool Necro story? Yeah, I oh, do. Yeah. My buddy Matt, right? He um, So originally, this goes back to the movie The Wrestler. Originally, so the movie was written for Mickey Rock, but they didn't think they could get into Mickey Rock, so they were pitching for Nick Cage. Nick Cage was down, and Nick Cage has a place on the Cape, down the Cape, Cape Cod. So he was going to train up here during one of his summers with my buddy Matt training him for the, uh, for the movie. And uh, 
whatever happened, and it wound up being Mickey. They they got the opportunity at Mickey Rock, so they took it instead of Nicolas Cage, and uh, he trained down at WXW. So they okay. said to my buddy Matt, "We're going to let you audition for the movie." And Matt was a bigger guy, had long hair, looked real rough. Uh, it was kind of like a rugged dude. And uh, they said, "We got the. Do you know who Necro Butcher is? We want you to play this Necro Butcher type of character." And he was like, "Yeah, sure." I know who Necro, Necro is. Cool. I can do that. So he goes and auditions for, to be Necro Butcher and then loses the part to Necro Butcher. <laughs> well, if you're going to lose. Yeah. yeah if you're going to, if you're going to lose it, you may as well lose it to the guy, but that's a, Shit. that's a little history on uh, the wrestler that a lot of people don't realize. You want to know some other history about that match, that five on five, you know, who else was in that match? Who was that? Adam Pierce. Scrap Daddy AP? Yep, he was in that match as well on that 5 That's, on 5. I've wow. never seen anything he's ever done, so I need to go back and do my research on him. But He was, dude, he was probably, um, I think if Justin Credible hadn't been around, he got confused so many times with Justin Credible. He, and I mean that in all seriousness, That's, because it's, it's, he was, he's talented, man. And he always, about, he would always get confused with Justin Credible, I feel like. What about the checks they sent you Wednesday? Did did Adam Pierce get injured and that's why he retired? Or Um, he just said, fuck it? I think he just got off at the job. Well, I mean, if they're going to pay... I'm I'm imagining... Because he looks like... That super kick he took from Jey Uso was like, oh, this motherfucker knows how to work. So it, and yeah. it looks like he liked to work. So if if they're gonna offer you, it looks like they probably offered him enough money to say, okay, let me take kind of a step back and, and do this right. for the right amount of money. I really look at this. If you look at it as, as a corporate entity, right? If you look at Adam Pierce and what he has to offer, I mean, even look at Carino and what he's doing behind the scenes right now for WWE. Th- those type of guys understand their value to the next generation and they understand that the impact that they could have is a little bit, I think more um, up their alley and what they want to do with the youth. Cause I think like a Steve Carino, I mean, he's been through some shit and I think he likes to teach the youth. Like this is me. This is what happened. This is what, these are the choices not to make. And these are the choices that you should make. Um, you know, I think evidence of that is if you follow, follow Colby Carino on social media, some of the stuff that he put out, puts out there is, is, is some deep, stuff that this kid when he gets his chance there's going to be some pretty cool cerebral stuff that goes on i mean who would have thought like in 2021 we're talking about more about mustafa ali bianca belair um rhea ripley these this next generation of stars than we are anything else like john cena is he's old man he's old right he i mean but Cena's going to show up. I know he says he doesn't have room on his calendar for WrestleMania. Whatever. Yeah, but it's um, wherever he shows up, the crowd's going to go nuts for him. Maybe not. Um, I mean, he, 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 and it's not he, like Hogan. Yeah, like John really Cena go- hasn't called anybody the N word publicly, so <laughs> I don't know. He had that little rap career, like you. Yeah, but I definitely don't say <laughs> you that don't. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, let's throw that out to anybody so, listening. I do rap, I, but no n words coming out of my mouth. Can I point out how I ele- how I elevated your rap career? Absolutely. 
So you did that first song, um, sort of like the theme song for Full Press Coverage, which if mm-hmm. you guys haven't checked out Full Press Coverage, make sure you go over there. And I commented on it and I said, yeah, it's a cool song, but where's the bars? There's no bars. The what? And you've put out like two or three songs since then that have just outbarred pretty much anything out there now. What is he saying? Bars. Oh. Yeah, I know it's so. it's hard when it's hard when those guys drop their R's, but bars. <laughs> bars. Uh, I always so I just want to say I elevated your career in your. I will give you what I will give you credit for. So, the first time I heard you call me out on on uh, I think it was Irish Whip. I think it was a you guys show. I heard you call me out on saying that you want to battle. Hell the yeah, first thing still gonna do that. The first thing that came to my mind was like, I'm gonna Drake this motherfucker, and I'm gonna put oh, out no three, no three way. whole songs before you could ever reply. No, 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 no. And no, then no. one, look, one, one. Then, you don't have daylight to write your songs the way Drake did. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. But the the second thing that came to my mind was like, one, you're right. I don't have the time or a ghostwriter. <laughs> second off, like. We know each other and we're cool. We're friends. I consider us really good friends, but I don't know you like that. To yeah, put there's out not three diss songs. Like, there's nothing. There's no way to no. go personal on it, which is kind of the point of it. Because you can say whatever you want, and I'm not going to take it personal. Well, yeah, but the the whole point of a of a diss, like if I was to do a song with two verses and to to write a diss, I need. If I'm going to diss you, I'm going to try to cut your throat. Like, and with you. It's not like you've ever been a fucking dickhead to me or you've ever been disrespectful. Right. So I'm the kind of I'm the kind of rapper that look, even if we're joking back and forth, I don't I, I unless you've been a real bitch to me, I can't just slam you. Like that my mind doesn't work that way. That's that's the that's why like when you called me out with the bars, I was like, Oh, this motherfucker thinks I can't <laughs> rap for real. Hold on, let me show him I can really rap. Well, the, the perfect transition is is rapping, and uh, it's that time of the, of the day, JP, where uh, we speak um, to a new year that brings us a new beginning for all the listeners that own a business. So, JP, do we consider this a business or not? We don't, do we? Yes. Well, I don't know. Would I mean, we? This is sort of a small business. I don't know. We're kind of a business. Uh, no, right? no, no, no. It, I'm filing taxes right now. No, we do not consider this a business. <laughs> for the for the IRS purposes, this is not a business. Yeah, this is not the IRS whip. It's the Irish whip. <laughs> uh, anyway, so as we progress into a business, right, JP? Yeah. Uh, a new year brings a new beginning. For all the listeners that own a business, I want to tell you about FedEx Office. If you are just starting out or have been running your company for generations, FedEx Office gives you the best way to print marketing materials, posters, signage, graphics, and so much more. With FedEx creating, editing, saving, and ordering are fast and easy. We are teaming up with FedEx and Podgo to bring our listeners 30% off your next order of $100 or more at podgo.co backslash FedEx. That's podgo.co backslash FedEx for 30% off your next order. FedEx, the world on time. There you go, JP. So when we, I, I use FedEx when we send our figs out. Yes. But yeah, we are uh, FedEx that's business. That's, that's, that's the easiest way to do it is uh, FedEx business and um, podgo.co backslash FedEx. Capital F-E-D-E-X. 30% off. Let Safe to say a- Free Fig Friday brought to you by FedEx this week. 
Absolutely. Could be awesome, right? Free Fig Friday brought to you by FedEx. Let me give a uh, a quick Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Quick <laughs> plug for uh for Podgo itself, man. If you guys are are podcasters or yeah. or know somebody that that wants a guaranteed way to make a little bit of money, go with Podgo. Podgo.co. Um, sign up, do the form. Put when you sign up and then ask how did you hear about it. Put the Irish Whip and Chaos Theory podcast so we can get a little bit of credit for bringing you to Podgo. But I'm telling you right now, and these guys can attest, they're still doing ad reads for them. Podgo is the shit. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Mike's admitting the ad tomorrow, too. Yeah, it, it works uh, It works in conjunction it's, with other marketing, and we get yeah. a return on investment that makes sense for us. And right. the time that we invest and that they have – uh, continue to allow and put forth to for podcasts like this for us to. I mean, it's kind of how we get the figs. It's kind of how we center in people. It's yeah. what we do. It allows us to um, improve things. Uh, and they they just yeah, redid fun. the uh, site. How easy the site's so easy to use. Oh now. yeah, now it's and they're so they're redoing. I just talked to uh, David. I think his name is the other day. They're redoing the premium uh, nice. at the end of this month. So you've been be around to... Podgo so long, Mike. Like you're kind of the one that introduced us to it. Like <laughs> you've been around it so long, you talk to them. Like we, I can't get in touch with them. Yeah, but we, well, the thing is, I, you don't need to. No, you absolutely don't. I the only reason I I email them is because I had them do an audit of my podcast just to see, you know, hey, what do you guys think I can improve on? And they were like, look we don't know shit about wrestling so we can't tell you really how to improve you market the shit out of your show when you're when it's out you have good quality audio they were like you're good you just need more time because i only have 27 28 episodes now so i'm gonna, I'm gonna say this right now and i was asked this in the chat there we put up if you guys are out there and listen to this 705 eastern fridays this is what we do we spin a wheel we give away some figs um, we talk trash. We're a wrestling podcast. We, we, but we talk about everything. Yeah, we're just here. To, we're, we're here to hang out with our friends. Um, full press uh, wrestling specifically is, is a great place. Uh, full press coverage is fun. I like to mess with the Browns, the, whoever the guys are that uh, cover the Browns, because I'm a Steelers fan, so I like to mess with them. <laughs> also, I like to mess with the Dallas fan, the Dallas podcast. Yeah. Also, uh, you can you still have time since we haven't given away the fig. If you haven't, just um, it's at boot to the face on Twitter. Just want to DM that real, real quick. Ricochet, if you're watching, just um, just DM them Ricochet if you can before we spin dick. the wheel. Um. <laughs> such a the best part is, Mike, is like Josh. Is, well, Josh has been on this campaign for what two months now. Yeah, at least. <laughs> and it just finally took it like it took Dude, off this week. Rucker's <laughs> fucking DMs. He's gonna end up closing making his DMs private, bro. That's You're the goal. That's the goal. I wanna I I don't want anybody to reach out to him. I want them to have to tweet so he has to tweet back and it makes it That's so fucking funny. <laughs> I will probably stop after this week because both Marty and um Chris, I think tweeted mutually within a minute like one was you cocksucker and the other <laughs> one was uh, this means war oh so, yeah no, th- i think that was bolt rucker was but really? here's the thing is i'm gonna call rucker out now like he can't get us back he we're untouchable i'm he keeps What's he gonna do nothing I live in Montana. It's minus 79 fucking degrees here right now. <laughs> You're literally like negative dirty, right? Oh. Uh, 
it's it's it was minus uh, twenty degrees this morning when we went and had dinner. Oh, with Jesus, mom and dad, and that doesn't like if you look at the wind chill for tonight up in Glacier, you can fact check this all you want. Uh, East Glacier, I think, is minus seventy nine degrees with wind chill tonight. Dude, I woke up this morning at seven to go, so I just got recertified for the U.S. Concealed Carry Association to be firearms yes. instructor. Um, I woke up at 7.30 this morning. I got up, and it's 37 degrees out in Texas. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why is it 37 degrees in Texas? But now you're saying negative, like, 30 degrees? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Keep that bullshit away from me. It's a different Uh, type of – like, when you get to zero – Anything after that, it, yeah. it's irrelevant because it's just cold. Well, no, because like when you're down in the negative, when you're down past like the negative fifteen, I don't think I've ever been that cold. But that's dangerous. Like, oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. like that's frostbite instant frostbite, territory. instant. Yeah. So I, I wanted JP, so I didn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a quick story. I'm literally, it's I'm on my way. I'm we're doing you weren't supposed to be here so Mike right. and I get to hang out you showed up thank god you did it like you know it's just I'm glad you're here before we spin the wheel I want to tell a story it's I'm going down and I'm I'm heading east right there's an intersection um stoplights right there I'm heading east I get through the intersection and this dude's hauling balls towards me I'm probably going 25 at this time so he's going at least twice my speed headed my way and he's like coming at me. So I have to swerve a little bit. I watch him go when he travels probably another, I don't know, hundred yards where this intersection is. And I watch him in my mirror and he smacks this lady in the intersection. Like literally just boom, you can see it happen. So yeah, it, it, it was literally, um, what do you, what do you, what is that? Masha. Oh, GCW. Oh, yep. Yep. It, it was insane, dude. And I, I literally turned around. This dude was so, he couldn't move. He was so drunk. Could not move. He was so drunk. And that was at three o'clock in the afternoon here in town. So that was like literally my, um, before we started this, my start to the day. So like, I, there's nothing that can rattle my nerves anymore. And That's the cop was just, insane. Uh, calm, uh, calm, as, calm and cool, collected. Um, I mean, just literally, I'm, I'm, I was cool with it. I was okay with it. Was fine. That's fucking crazy, dude. So, uh, what? I like the wheel. Before the wheel we get into good. this, I want to show you guys something. So, you guys have seen my in, my U.S. title. Um, yes. I'm getting it, the back of it re-leathered, and I think I'm gonna do this red dragon skin on the back of it. Can you see that? How much does it cost to get re-leathered? The guy who's gonna do it for me is only charging me sixty-five plus shipping. 65 plus shipping. He's going to no. keep he's going to keep your belt. I'll fucking <laughs> yeah, I'm you know not, where... I am not the one to steal from. He's going to keep your belt. Do you know where yeah. he is? Like is he um can you get to him if you needed to? I could definitely drive to him. I think he's in um oh. Tennessee. Is this not... is this business address uh, a trailer? No, he he I don't know. We'll see we'll see what happens. I'm not having the whole belt re-leathered, just the, the back of the, the leathers coming off. I didn't check out the belt when I first bought it and there's some wear spots and shit that I want to get done, but um yeah, that, that red dragon leather is gonna be fucking sick. That's kinda cool that they can do yeah. that for them. I mean if you trust the guy absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean he sold me my first belt, not he sold me my uh my big eagle belt, so I absolutely trust him. 
I was JP. looking on Wish. Wish had a couple belts for about two hundred bucks. <laughs> but I don't know if I want to take the take the chance with Wish. Like, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. You you wish you would have had a belt after you paid dollars for it, right? I mean, you get something from Wish. It just won't be like um... Intercontinental is spelled with an A, like yeah. Intercontinental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are some really good bootlegs, though. Like, oh I my god, to... why Dude. did Chikara not have an Intercontinental belt? I might have to ask Green Ant. Oh wow! Dude, this I mean the the U.S. champion I have is a bootleg. It's the 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 IWGP US is a bootleg. There's some really good bootlegs out there. It makes you, you well. I'm sure there's some really good guys out there making some really good bootleg products. Yeah, yeah. JP, I'm gonna spin this wheel. Should we give this fig away? I'm excited to yeah. win this ricochet fig. I hope you I hope you win it there, Mister that, that would be dope. This would be one of the only figs that if my name landed on it, I'm not giving it to fucking anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we did this music just for you too, JP. You fucking want to jam out while we listen to some techno pop groove, whatever it is. <laughs> this is gonna land on uh, Al. Oh, it's gonna land on Chaos Theory. No, the Fig Freak. Full press. Full press wrestling. Oh yeah! Did it jump to full press? Look at that. Full now we have to find wrestling. out now. Now we find out if they listen to the show or not. Yeah, let's uh let's see if they listen to the show because if they don't reach out, guess what? That fig ain't going up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I heard is if they don't reach out, it's coming to chaos. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh I so should that's probably, not necessarily you know, that, that's probably not fair because I reason I, the reason I the reason I put that on there. Um, is so people can to, can really see like we do like I I do automate this stuff I don't like I, yeah. if it lands on that like I'm I'm not just automatically picking names I put it on there so if it lands on there again I can do it again. Fuck, we're not gonna keep that thing. I want somebody to win. Just, this, so. For the record, I did just test, text Green Ant and ask him if he was the ever the Intercontinental Champion. The Intercontinental. He's gonna text back. Of course, I still have. <laughs> That would be cool as fuck. I am still the Intercontinental. Intercontinental. Oh, this, this noise that you're playing. Oh, no way. A WNS tweet. Is it win. my connection or is it is it ba- a bad connection this week or is it just me? It's no. Just- I, I kind of hear it wonky. The song plays wonky too. Oh, that's because it's the type of song. Uh, there's that said the the uh, WNS tweet that I sent out earlier today. A heavy god seventy seven uh, retweeted that. So, well, heavy gods, if you reach out to us, we will absolutely get you that fig. If not, we'll figure out something else to do with it. You have about <laughs> that's uh, we can't joke like that. You have fourteen <laughs> we can't joke seconds. Like that. We can't you have joke fourteen like seconds to reach out. <laughs> What was the uh, name? Seriously, we, we, we do everything we can to reach out and find these people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's fun because just as fun as it is for these for individuals to get this, it's just as fun for us to get the see the tweet with them having it. Like I'm always secretly waiting for the Haddocks boys to get another fig from us uh selfishly. That's me though. What was the uh what was the name that won? Um it is uh on the wheel, JP. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't see the fucking. I can't see the whale. I'm looking at something else. Oh, I'm sorry, man. It's uh, it was from the WNS tweet that I sent out earlier today. I can, I can tell you here. Um, yeah, just because uh, I'm actually keeping a list, so we know. So when people reach out, we can uh, verify. Oh, you know what else too is Timber made the list from like the Christmas things. That's how I figured out like where, what, how, when, where we, what we owed people to. Also, uh, WNS. Um, since we're talking about that, if you guys haven't retweeted that chance to win that Macho Man Randy Savage that mini Legacy Championship title, like seriously, go do it. That's, have you seen that thing? It's so cool. It's like it's pink, yellow, and white. It's just like your it's like your uh, fig that's on its way. Heavy Gods seventy seven, JP. It's at Heavy Gods seventy seven. Okay, it's the winner of the Ricochet variant. Uh, Congratulations there, heavy gods. Of course he won. He's a god. Way to go. Should we talk some more wrestling? Should we run through some wrestling news that I kind of want to talk about and you guys can give me your opinion on it uh, and what you think? Works for me. Yeah. Um, What do you guys think about Kurt Angle kind of breaking that stuff down and talking uh, about uh, how Vince actually punished Cedric Alexander for whatever he did? Are you guys cool with that? Like, are you guys cool with these former wrestlers talking about this stuff when they know what's going on? So, no, I, I am because that's like an old school thing. Like, if you screw up, you get fined, and then there's wrestlers caught. And um, like Kurt Angle's been known for talking out anyway. So you're like me. You're cool that you know that. Yeah. If if you know, you know. But like, yeah. Here's the thing: is like, if you screw up at your job, you're going to get written up. Yes. You can't write. You can write a wrestler up, but what good does that do? So they find them. Yeah. Well, can... I think for me, I think it. Uh, everybody's doing a podcast now, so everybody needs content. So the expectation of privacy for behind the scenes is gone. It's got to be gone. Um, I, you know, we all obviously we all podcast, so we understand the need for contact right. for content. Um, but just as a fan. There's some shit behind the scenes I don't want to know about. And, and if you want an interview, you can always do a fake interview with the WWE star if you wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Elvis, I'm telling you right now, if Ricochet retweeted our tweet in one, I would not send him the fig. <laughs> what the hell? Nope. I would, send it, I would send it to PWG official and have him donate it. <laughs> I would send Ricochet two and ask for an autograph one back. Uh, I would absolutely send that to him, and I would. I, I don't know, man. I'm cool like that. I Ricochet the PWG that era, like the pro wrestling gorilla, the, the whole West Coast PWG stuff was the only real opportunity or connection to independent wrestling on the side that we had since Defy. Oh, and by the, by the way, congratulations, Defy, uh, on uh, their contract as well as IWTV and being on Pluto TV. So if you just have, if you have Pluto TV, a regular TV that has internet, you can get Pluto and you can watch some uh, Defy as well as some IWTV on there. Uh, Impact was, well, maybe it's still on there, but that was, it's going to be cool, man. I'm That's super cool stuff uh, as far as independent wrestling goes. Um, uh, so you wrestling court, JP, um, you're okay with, I mean, it's a business, right? It's yeah. you, you get in trouble. You're going to get suspended or if, if, I mean, Vince is Vince. If you piss Vince off, that's you, 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 an example set of you. This is how it works. It's just, it is what it is. So it's just me asking these questions because the IWC is always so whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? That's just what it is. 
Um, what do you guys think is going to be Roman Reigns' uh, blockbuster announcement here tonight on SmackDown? I guess uh, he's supposed to have some kind of blockbuster announcement involving the Universal Championship. Do you guys... You're so out of it, though, right? Is that what you're saying? You guys he bought a he bought a bigger table that he can be the head of now. Head of, <laughs> yeah. I, the- I mean, I love what role they're doing with Roman. I don't, but as far as like the announcement, I don't know that he's not going to defend it. Like, what's the most heel thing you can do? Not defend it. Not show up. Do do, do the Brock Lesnar. That's what you need to start doing is doing the Brock Lesnar. That's the heel. That's no, what you do is so, you do exactly what you fought hard not to happen. So Brock <laughs> so Brock was an attraction. Brock does not Brock should not have been at every show. Brock should no. have been at pay-per-views. Brock is six foot eight, six foot nine, and built like a fucking machine. Like he's an attraction. Yes. Roman is a Roman is a weekly guy. Perfect. Tembryon. Awesome. Josh, you're in the wrong room. Tally that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Let me ask you this. So we we were talking, uh, Mr. Chaos here, Mike, and we were talking, what do you do what do we call do, what do we start renaming these since they're not pay per views? We think that we call them peacocks, like Peacock One, Peacock Two, when they start showing up on Peacocks. <laughs> what do you what are we gonna call them? What do we do? They're not pay per views anymore because you don't have to pay per you don't have to pay for them. Or or people still do, maybe, I guess. Do they? Even- well you can so here's the thing with Peacock is at least with Comcast or Xfinity, you get their four ninety nine version, which has some commercials for free. Included with your uh, Comcast or Xfinity. I don't know if every cable service is like that or not. But you can pay nine ninety nine for no commercials. I'm going to pay the nine ninety nine. Okay, okay. There's a like, so here's here's a cool question. Elvis asked me, Josh, what's your favorite figure you currently have and why? Uh, my current favorite figure I have right now is um, the Fiend figure that I got. That's a ringside exclusive that hasn't been opened. Is still in a box and stuck up somewhere where I can't touch it. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> I don't. I, I have nowhere near as many figures as you, but I don't think I, I think one of my I think my favorite is the ones that are coming. The ones you I just cash apped you for one of them literally a second ago. Oh right, I am too, dude. Like they're um, I just boxed them. I didn't realize how big they were until I boxed. Oh you really? Yeah, I can't wait. You're gonna have to video the unboxing because <laughs> I would put FedEx that Podgo that whole Podgo.co backslash FedEx. I'd put that to shame. I really I would because maybe I, my that good maybe my ivar because of who it is maybe it's the kid the undertaker is kane or maybe it's the edge with the edge hits which i have one here for you i gotta ship out to you it's tough man but, that's the, so, i mean honestly if that one if it's Mike, an you a, you're a figure guy because you you shared that uh i saw you shared the nwa john cena oh yeah jo- my Josh. favorite my favorite that i have in my collection right now is the uh Eddie and JBL two pack, the adrenaline pack that I have. That's a money pack, isn't it? It's fucking so. There's a guy on eBay who's selling that figure right now for like eighty nine or ninety five bucks or something like that. I paid forty bucks for that bitch. (laughs) Josh just Josh found the um the WrestleMania celebration figures, the Andre and the Macho Man in the um in the little ring thing that they came up in. And got grabbed those for me. I just I just cash apped them for them. Dude, it's, they, they're 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 so cool. I can't they're, wait. they're freaking huge. Yeah, they, they, I got Timber the Andre one, and they're 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 big. 
there's a figure set that I want. It's Eddie versus Ray from Halloween Havoc 97. It's a two-pack. And I've seen them all over the place, but every time I see them, they're selling for $900. Are you serious? Yes. I. What? Yep. That's crazy. I want the Macho Man in the Slim Jim package. It was uh, San Diego Comic-Con. And I thought that thing was expensive because that sells for around a hundred to one hundred and fifty. Yeah, it's uh, nine hundred, eight hundred is the cheapest I've ever seen it. Wow. Let me see if I can see if I can find it. Ray versus. I guess Eddie. we know what you would do if you would hit the uh, the lottery, huh? Uh, no, I'd buy a house. The first thing I'd buy a, an actual my own house. My favorite fig that that Timber and I probably have together is that Andre the Giant. That I bought her for Mother's Day. Yeah, that's a nice figure. I want the there was an Andre that came out years ago. I think it was a Jax, one of the classics. Um and he had the machine head. Uh he had the mask and stuff, but it was soft. It wasn't like uh you have the one where you can swap the head. Oh, I'm sorry, it's six hundred dollars from Mercari. Let me see if I can But that's Mercari. Mercari is as good as Wish, like that's oh, yeah. crazy. Like you don't know if figures get faked. That's the crazy part. Yeah, I I don't have eBay anymore because fuck those guys. But let me see if I can find the one I saw on. Really? They get, do you guys get duped on eBay? Huh? No, it, eBay has some fucking stupid ass rules. And a, a place that I used to work at had me running their eBay account. And since they got their eBay account shut down, anytime I try to open one personally, eBay shuts it down. So you and JP are in the same boat. Yeah, that's like PayPal. <laughs> I open up a PayPal account, and within a day, it gets closed down for some reason. Hey JP, I'm going to share this because I, did, do you know that last? I didn't. I haven't sent this picture to you yet, but um, in um, Pro Wrestling Crate, and this is kind of where, like, for the last ten minutes, I want to I want to touch on this because it it ties into where we started with women's pro wrestling and Mission Pro. Um, those little what do they call those little micro? The wrestle, what the hell? The micro brawls. Micro yeah. brawls. Do you know Timber got one of the variants of the Jake the Snake last month? Did you know that? Did she really? One of the two hundred and fifty of that pro wrestling tee. She I got. I wonder what that's. I wonder what that's selling for. I don't know. I have no idea. It's it's stuff like that. Like when people are like, look what I just found. I just opened up a pro wrestling crate. That oh, you got your glacier mask. glacier mask. That's fucking <laughs> sick. Glacier. I, I just happened to open one up. Oh. Where all to- right, so let's let's go with that. Who's your favorite jobber of all time? Barry Horowitz. Gilbert. Barry's mm. a great guy, but Barry Horowitz. I'm going to go something a little bit more recent, just because I like how retarded this guy is, and say super crazy. Okay. Can I, can I change my answer for one second? Yeah. Would Eugene count as a jobber? Yeah. I think so, absolutely. Okay, then Eugene's my favorite. I had to think. I had to rethought. I, I was too quick. It so and, sometimes, and when I say Gilbert, I actually mean Dwayne Gill. Like Dwayne Gill was around forever before the yes. Gilbert deal. And uh, I just was always entertained by his matches. Uh, yeah, that's the same way I am about Super Crazy. Like the those the so, 80s the crazy and 90s about- jobbers are. Not my favorite. What was good about Super Crazy is that I forget he was a jobber. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's how good he was. 
Yeah. I miss the Lucha Libre on WCW. I do. I miss Oh, dude. The psychosis and Rey Mysterio stuff in ECW? Do you know that they're talking about bringing uh, an actual Lucha Libre show to either Peacock or WWE? They just haven't figured it out yet. Not not so much a um, Lucha Underground style, but still a a Lucha Libre-specific show that focuses um, on the Lucha Libre style and building those characters up. Will it be wrestling though, or will it be like that MFKZ? God, I wish it was MFKZ. <laughs> I don't so, know what yeah. MFKZ is, so I look up look up MFKZ on uh, Netflix. I, if it's MFKZ, we'll do that all day long. I would, but I would, yeah, I what would about do that Rock's new show, Young Rock? Meh. I know. I mean, I'm gonna check it out. MFKZ, this cartoon? Yes. Kevin Mike. Ken Michael, Vince Staples. It's like Michael Chiklis is in there. Chiklis, Rizza, Danny <laughs> Trejo. Okay, I might have to check this out. Yeah, Vince Staples, that's funny. Josh turned me on to this uh, about a year ago. It's great. Yeah, if they could do something like that, I'm glad you brought that up. Like where It is cartoon voiceovers, wrestling. It would be fun. And you could intertwine. But you... For me, this is my mind, right? You have the same characters in ring, but you also have vignettes of, of the cartoon portions of that. Yeah, so I can dig just, with that. It's just little things for me, and that's when you when we started talking about this. Like, how does Roman Reigns like the writing? The writing is the hardest part for me because psychology is where I I eat, sleep, and breathe when it comes to pro wrestling. Because yeah. if there's no psychology in match, it doesn't mean well, shit. No, it's just another. It's like watching AJ Styles and Hardy on raw there's for me there's i don't they've been doing it for so long it's it's like they're going through the motions there's no psychology in that they're just throwing a couple guys out there that are feeling a spot where they could put some psychology in a lot of that and builds man jeff hardy and aj styles and tna there was some sick ass shit going on there you could really build off of that in the right manner and i i I feel like that's the downfall when we talk about women's pro wrestling in not just um, WWE as a whole, AEW, uh, AEW, Impact, yeah, you, you, ROH. You, you put in a Bianca Belair was supposed to have the elimination that would begin to tell the story of how she begins to become Bailey's nemesis uh, on the show. And the shitty part is, is like the cameras missed it. I don't know yep. if you guys have seen any of this, yep. but the, the, the elimination, the her Bianca Bella's elimination of Bailey, you, you didn't see it. Nobody got. That's the psychology I'm talking about. There's no visual impression in anybody's head of, oh my god, did you guys see Bianca Bella eliminate yeah. Bailey? No, they and they, they had to tell us that happened. Yeah. So it's for me, it's messy. It's all over the place. It's um, decentralized. I think there's a lot of people making decisions based uh, off of emotion and not doing the right thing. I think it's corporate based and it's going to, it's a giant, it's a beast. It is what it is. And that's why I've, I'm so frustrated with why AEW's women's division struggles because they don't have the same restraints and they can do anything that they want. And I don't know, man, it's, it struggles. I mean, Statliner getting hurt, put it down. But I think the reason they struggle so much is because you don't have like 
I was not a fan of Britt Baker when when AEW first came out, just because like she seems like vanilla, very boring, same old bullshit, right? Robotic. Yeah, and then I started actually listening to her talk, listen to watching her work, and I'm like, oh no, 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 she knows what she's doing. She just needs a push in the right direction. Right. I think unfortunately with AEW. WWE, even back in the day, had Finley to push the women and say, hey, look, if you want to go this style and hard hit and fight and shit like that, I'm fucking fit Finley. I can show you how to do that shit. Right. I don't think AEW has that. I think Billy Gunn is the overall coach of everything. He's the overall head producer and shit. And I think he, he has a great mind for the business. I don't think he understands women's wrestling, though. I think you need to bring somebody in who understands women's psychology is different than man's psychology. Like the, the basic elements are kind of the same, but men and women don't fight for the same reasons. There's, no, you can't you can't go out there and have a little Casey Catanzaro flare chop flare and be able to sell that. Like there's things that you can't do in matches because of, of size. Like you, there's a reason why Andre didn't allow himself to be body slammed until it was time for him to be body slammed. I mean, that's really, that's the pieces of these puzzles that we're missing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you guys, Eric Bischoff is the man for me. Like when I look at people that are successful is Eric Bischoff bullshitted his way to the top. But when he did that, what he decided to do was surround himself by people who knew what the fuck they were doing. And he learned the business from those people yep. and then made it his own. Yep. So when we're talking like elimination chamber that's coming up, like we're going to do predictions here soon. We're going to have a, an episode and have an elite. Hopefully we're going to get a giveaway. But man, when we talk about pro wrestling and Eric Bischoff, I think he's right. He's like AEW viewership is down to 800,000 now. I mean, that premiere episode was at 1.5 million. They haven't busted that since then. Yeah. And they put on some good shows. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm still hesitant to, to invest a lot of time. And it's hard for me because a lot of the guys that we watched on Beyond in other places, it's hard. But I'm, I don't know, it's, man. Still so here's the it. problem that, that AEW, I think, faces, right? Mission Pro right now is serving as AEW's training grounds. If mm-hmm. you look. Red Velvet comes from – she's Mission Pro. Genocide is Mission Pro. She's getting ready to be on AEW. Uh, Holly Dead does Mission Pro. Like all these these big names. Thunder Rosa, obviously, it's her shit, right? That comment pisses me off. Well, I was just going to – I left it up there for a reason. I Read left it. it up there for a reason. Read I want so, WWE to bring back HLA and Braun panties matches. That's what Pornhub is for, Elvis. Exactly. That's what Pornhub is or, for. Or go watch custom matches on Love Pornhub. you, Elvis. Go watch custom yeah. matches. Yeah. Or, dude, Mission Pro, custom matches. Motherfucking. Yeah. yeah. Mission Pro does custom matches all the time, and they're great. They're yeah. fucking fantastic. Um, but I think, I think AEW suffers from. They don't have an established person. I love Thunder Rosa, but let's face it. She's only been in the business for about seven years. Can I say a name to you and I'll tell you what they're trying to find? What? Sarah Del Rey. Yes. 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 And Thunder Rosa. So here's my problem. I love Thunder Rosa. I'm the biggest Thunder Rosa mark in the world. I have her fucking autograph on my wall. I have two of her T-shirts coming. I have 
a bunch of I'm I'm one of the biggest Thunder Rosa marks in the world. But she what Thunder Rosa is doing that's smart is do you know who runs her training school? Jazz. Okay. Do you know what Jazz has that Thunder Rosa doesn't have? Experience. 20 plus years in the business. Exactly. You bring somebody like a Jazz in. Jazz is completely retired from in-ring competition. If AEW says to Jazz, come here, you. Help us with the women's division. You know mm. what that does? It only elevates it. Thunder Rosa snatched up Jazz and said, hey, I don't have your experience. Come help me with my school. Help me whoop these kids into shape and we'll figure this out. Thunder Rosa is getting that ball rolling to where I think by this time next year, Thunder Rosa is going to be full-time signed to AEW and their women's champ. And I think Jazz will be the main women's producer for AEW. And Jazz was uh, Jazz is married to Rodney Mack, too. So And he's running her school. This, he's helping this, run her school. Yeah. There's even more experience there. And that, that's not to say, like, you have to go, like, I mean, there's so many schools in Texas that are, like, I mean, I can think of two, and I live on the other side of the country. Yeah, but don't you like, want to be with great. some trainers that have actually been to the biggest show? I'm talking about Booker T and um, HBK school, though. Reality or wrestling? A hundred percent. I'm not. I love Booker T. And um, and then you got Rudy Boy Gonzalez down there, too, who trained HBK. Yeah, and I think it's still Sean's school. Uh, no, then, Sean. Mean, Sean sold it when he moved to Florida. Did he? Yeah. But I know it's still Rudy. I, I know it's still Rudy. It's um, yeah. I well, sat and, in on a Rudy uh, seminar up here, and you get like just sitting in on it. I learned. Well, that's the great thing about Texas being so goddamn big, right? You have a Booker T. Like there's, there's like five Hall different Famer, territories in Texas. Fucking Hall of Famer. J- Did Jazz go Hall of Fame? If not, she will. She will. Um, Rodney Mack was only in WWE for a cup of coffee, but he's been an indie wrestler for fucking years. But that's the thing is like, you know, when I got out of the army, my first thought was, I want to go get in the wrestling business. And then I realized, oh, wait, I'm already fucking 31. My back is fucked up. My knees are fucked up. I'm not taking bumps like that. Fuck no. But I have the same thing here. It was, you know, I didn't do the military, but it was pretty much the same experience here. And yeah, like I, I did go out and I did get involved, but not in it. So, and with that, We're, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we've been going for an hour. So that means we are at the end of the show. No, Damn, I want I Mike like to I, finish. I feel like I dominated the shit out of the show. Talk too much. No, no, no. It was it was a good share of portion. Uh, go Mike, ahead. Where are you? Tell us how to find you, Mike. Where's Chaos Theory Podcast? Um, tell us all about you. So you can find me on Twitter at Chaos underscore Theory Pod. Instagram at Chaos underscore Theory underscore Podcast. You can find me on whatamaneuver.net. Um, that actually may be shutting down real soon. Because now you can find me on teespring.com slash Chaos Club. Teespring.com is better because it offers hoodies, sweaters, onesies, v-necks, covid masks, socks, um bikini tops, um coffee mugs, stickers. So all of that with the Chaos Club logo on it. You can also find us all three of us on 
um, fullpresscoverage.com, fullpresswrestling.com, um, patreon.com slash chaos theory podcast. I'm all over the goddamn internet. And if you're in Texas and you want to learn how to really be a responsible firearms owner, look for point of impact training. I will travel to you. I will come train you how to shoot. We will go to the range. I will make sure that you are a responsible and safe firearms owner, USCCA certified. And then I'll come in with some Tannerite and show you to blow some fucking shit up. Fuck yeah. Isn't, uh, like, how big is that? That has to be a huge industry in Texas. It is. So I would tell you this. I 